This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me on my program, Rise. It's Renette Marburg on 7 to 9 a.m., and I just want to welcome you this afternoon. We have a fabulous guest, fabulous guest in my studio this afternoon, and she is just such a joy to, to, to know. And she's all the way from Muscle Bay, but her name is Hepzibah Brower, and Hepzibah has been a, is a very well-known prophetic speaker. She was even sent as far as the Arctic Circle by the Lord to minister. I mean, that is such an, I mean, who does that <laughs> to go to the Arctic Circle? And she was used by the Lord to minister to a king, a crown prince, and an ambassador in Washington. I mean, goodness, that is such a privilege and such an honor, I'm sure, but so relevant and so necessary in today's world. And she's an author. She's got the most beautiful books that you need to um, uh, f- follow, the, the Crash Promegranate. Oh, I love that book. It was so relevant to my life. So, Hepzibah, just thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. It is such a joy to have you here. Thank you so much, Renette, for having me. God bless you. We are going to cover a very important um, topic this afternoon, especially with us being in this time of the, you know, uh, after 2021, such a difficult year for most of us. How do we become glory carriers? So I think that is what we're going to talk about this afternoon, just to see how can, where is the bride of Christ? Where are we in this season? And what can we expect for 2022? So I'm really looking forward to seeing what Hepsiv has got for us so that she can really encourage us into the um, new year. And what is what we can expect? You know, even though we've been through a lot, the church has been, and us as individuals, has been so but we're going to first listen to take me over love take me over by stephen curtis chapman you're listening to rise on radio cape pulpit 7 to 9 a.m good afternoon and i just want to th- say thank you for joining me this afternoon and um, we have hepzibah brower in our studios today and it's such a privilege hepzibah you know we have been going through so much but i also want to just encourage you you will know that on this program we discuss relevant issues and, you know, uh, trying to give you, you know, wisdom and knowledge in this time. So I have decided at least once every five to six weeks just to bring in a, a, somebody that can really encourage us in the word, in this, you know, in, in the struggles as families. So we just want to discuss this afternoon, you know, we've been going through a some many of us have gone through some dry seasons in the church, in in our own personal lives, and I just feel as though we're not getting to uh, above water. So I just want to ask you, um, Hepzibah, what is it that we can? What is it that we can believe for? In you know, we had a struggling 2021, and even 
prior to that, even 2022-20 was a preparation for what is coming today. And as you mentioned before, it's not going to get easier, but how do we live in it? So I just would like you to encourage us in this time. Yes. um, (laughs) I think most of us have gone through difficulties, as you say, in the season of 2021. And I've discovered during the years being in ministry that the body of Christ, I would call the body of Christ the bride of Christ, um, as she is busy preparing herself for the coming of the Messiah, her bridegroom, that um, I've discovered how many times in my own personal life as a minister, I have gone through the valleys I have gone through the most difficult seasons. And, you know, just the other day I heard something um, by Joyce Meyer, if I may mention her name. And um, she said something which was, for me, very profound, something that I always believed, but I never had the guts, so to say, to just mention it to people because we as believers can sometimes be so easily offended also if, if you say something and I disagree with you. And um, she said in there, you know, she said, I'm sick and tired of listening to believers that lie to themselves and to others by the fact that if I ask you, Renette, how are you? Then you say, oh, wonderful, praise the Lord, hallelujah, I'm on top of the world. Meantime, back at the ranch, you are suffering, you are in the doldrums, you are down in the valley, you don't have food on your table to eat, you're struggling to make ends meet, but you, because we were actually taught by our leaders to always say, no, everything's fine. I I don't know, is this, are we trying to make a faith statement by saying, uh, you know, everything's okay with me, or should I just be saying to you, Thanks for asking, and I will appreciate your prayers prayers at this time, but I'm in a difficult spot. I'm in a difficult place. We don't Mm. need to go into all our gory details, but I can say, and if that person should ask me what are the pressing issues, then I can say, listen, my financial status is at a very low ebb. I'm struggling with my children. They are rebellious. They are doing drugs. Um, I'm struggling in my marriage. Could you please pray for me? But we, you know, I would rather sit there and and act like everything's fine. And that's not what God taught us. That's not true. It's not a reality. I need to be able to say to whoever then uh, that I can trust, that I can say, listen, can, can I make an appointment with you and just have a chat around my situation? And can you um, just help me through this difficult season yes, very you know important. I mean if I feel sick I go to the doctor mm. you know uh, so if there's a funeral I don't say well that dead person's going to just jump up I know it I know it yeah it's going to jump it's wishful thinking and so why can we not be honest with one another That's true. and also say can you please help me I'm not asking you for to solve my problem or to give me the money, or to give me the the solution, but I can say, can you please pray? Can I just share my heart with you where I am right now? And so many times, um, 
I believe that God brings us into the valley situations because it's in the valleys that God can do awesome things for us. Look, the Israelites were in the wilderness mm. for 40 years and then they got more instructions just before they passed over into the new season. So if I can say before passing out from 2021 yes. into 2022, um, we are now at the Jordan River and now we're going to make some decisions. And that is God is saying, listen, when you come to the other side, I'm going to bless you. You're going to mm. eat the fruit of the land. Um, I really am going to bless you, but never forget me. And so often when things are going very well with us, you know, Jesus is just a, a quick byword. Good morning, Lord. Goodbye, Lord. Thank you that you kept me today. Thank you for giving me more money and more this and more that. And uh, and that's it. But when we are in that valley situation, that's when we come to him with a humble heart. And that's when we cry out to him and say, please, Lord, you need to do something for me. And I know that when we go with such a heart, God will answer our prayers. Amen. It's so strange. I had uh, the Lord gave me exactly that verse today. It said John verse uh, fourteen, verse fourteen. Whatever you ask in my name, I will give unto you. Yes, Amen. Wow, and that's the, the mighty God that we serve. You know, um, I just want to encourage you if you want to know anything about our guests or anything about my program, um, you're welcome to WhatsApp us on oh eight one seven two nine one six. Five seven or SMS us on three seven nine double eight, and our telegram number is exactly the same as our WhatsApp number oh eight one seven two nine one six five seven. And we do have a counseling department, so you know, as you were sharing, you're welcome to call us. That's so I just wanted to bring that in as well on oh two one nine one double seven double o o, and um. I just think that you know, if you even if you don't want to speak to somebody that you are uh, that you know that you can contact somebody that's not there. Yes. I mean, I got saved through a, a telephone call to a radio station, yes, wonderful. and that is so important that when you can have somebody there to yes. to stand in in the gap with you. So you know, um, you were also sharing with us the other night at one of your teachings is that um, you know in this time we we again don't understand that the church is also going through a dry yes, period. Yes. And how do we come alongside as the body of Christ with our church leaders, even though we don't see them and we're not going to church? And, you know, how do we unify? You said this is, you know, the year of 2022 can be either division or could could be unity. Yes. So if you can just expand on that as well for us, please. Yes. Can I just go quickly to a scripture? Please do. I just want to say, um, you know, because we always go back to, oh, Lord, why are we going through these difficult seasons? What is the reason behind it? Mm. Because it doesn't just please God to put you in a tight spot. It doesn't please him. He loves you so much, he would, he would like to bless you in abundance, and he does. But there are times that we go into the valleys. So let me just read quickly something from Hosea 6. He says, come, and now he's calling out to us in this year. I mm. believe in this 2022. Yes. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces last year and the year before. But he will heal us. 
He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. This is the promises for us for now. After two days, he will revive us. And on the third day, and we are now in the third day, he will restore us that we may live in his presence. And then he comes with a refreshing word. As surely as the sunrise, he will appear. He will come to us like the winter rains, like the spring rains that water the earth. This is a double door. Spring mm. rains and also winter rains. This is a double blessing that he's about to pour out onto the body of Christ to refresh us. He says in verse 6, For I desire mercy and not sacrifice and acknowledgement of God rather than your burnt offerings. So we need to make a check to take a check say mm. God you know in this past year did I really serve you you know because mm. he loves you because he loves us so much he will do anything in his power to get you closer so we need to take a check and see why did things happen to me why did I go through all these difficulties and in the because we are questioning God mm. all the time and we can we can he he's a friend. We can speak. Yeah, speak he's to a him. father, and mm. he loves us. But I have come to that realization that the Lord would take us into desert situations mm. because that's the place of preparation of the bride. Because further in this book of Hosea, he says, "I will." I he says, "I will take you." I will take you and betroth you to myself and I will take you into the wilderness. And what is he going to do there in this year for us? There I will restore your vineyard. I will restore your oil and the new wine. This all speaks of the wonderful kingdom blessings that God has in store for us as his bride. But where is the restoration? It's in the wilderness. So that means he had to first bring us into this dry place so that we can once again sit down. Because you know what? The Hebrew word for wilderness is, is the daber. Daber means to speak. So that means the wilderness is speaking. Sure. To speak. So we need to come into the wilderness many times so that we can hear that voice of the Lord clearly. Because there are times that I say, God, I don't hear your voice. I, I feel empty. I feel I'm in a terrible spot, Lord. Where am I? Uh, I, I feel lonely in this place. And he's just silent. Just, just silent. And then... All of a sudden, there in the wilderness, when I've laid down everything that I could have, all my, I, I humbled myself before him. Suddenly, there in the wilderness, he speaks. And um, I, I trust that those that are out there that might be listening and that are in a tight spot at the minute will know that God might have brought you into the wilderness because he's going to speak to you. And what does he say? I will speak tenderly to yes. you tenderly is not is not a harsh father is not there with his whip to say because you did wrong in the past year and because you didn't listen i'm going to punish you it's not punishment not at all and you know redirection what? yes i'm going to put you into a, another place where i'm going to raise you up to more than what you can be Amen. isn't that Amen. wonderful oh, what a promise yeah 
Oh, that is so incredible. I mean, I had tears in my eyes now. Just thinking of the reason why he brings us to our, literally to, uh, to his, just to submit so that we can trust and believe him yes. in these times. And that we can just see his glory that when he does speak to us, it can only can come from him. So I just want to encourage everyone, please, please just listen to these words of really good Solid teaching of how to submit to our wilderness season. Yes. It is so faith. I mean, the Lord says, I'll walk with you through yes. the valley of Baca. Yes. Yep. And that is so amazing. He's not taking us out, He's walking with us. With us. And yes. that is where we are right now. But we just get to, I mean, these songs are so relevant for us at the moment uh, by Kim Walker Smith, and it's called Home. So let us just listen to that as we continue this conversation straight after this. Um, it is just, I don't want us to lose momentum. It is just so incredible how the Lord is speaking to us right now in our program called Rise. And just stay tuned. Um, Hepsa will be joining us straight after the song called Home by Kim Walker-Smith. Good afternoon, family and friends. And oh, my goodness, I love my program. I, every week I have the most amazing guests in my studio that just uplift me and really encourage me for the way forward. And we have Hepzibah today in our studio, Hepzibah Brower. She's all the way from Muscle Bay. And, um, you know, but I first want to encourage you um, Please go and look on our Facebook page. Visit our Facebook page and, you know, find the video that tells you more about our station and what you can expect to hear on air. Just a tip, the video is a small bus on the go. Comment there by mentioning where you are listening from. So let us get connected and see where, you've, uh, where you are listening from. Um, we would love to see what our reach is. And But go and look at our Facebook page. We have got so much beautiful activity happening there, and you really can get to know each other and ourselves. So, um, But Hepzibah, you know, you have uh, ministered all over the world. And... Um, really been incredibly involved with the nations and you know what is where have you seen the lord really work supernaturally <coughs> um you know we are expecting supernatural intervention and divine intervention into our country situation but just give us some encouragement of what what you've experienced well renette i have been as you say to many nations <clears throat> and let me tell you god is working in every nation in the same way because it's the same God, and God creates in every nation a famine, a famine for his word. Because I think this is what's happening with us through the difficulties. Uh, you know, I don't want to even mention a virus, not mm. at all, because I'm so fed up of listening to everybody <laughs> just giving the virus all the glory yes. for their difficulties. Mm. But it's not that. We just want to say, thank you, Lord. And I'm not saying that God gave us the virus, but I'm saying that the situation can be used for the better of the body of Christ. <clears throat> and so many leaders uh, uh, at this time are also struggling. Some are saying, pray for me. Um, we've taken such a dip because, um, you know, people can't come to church. They cannot they don't tithe because they lost their jobs and the, the church is dependent upon the contributions of the members. Yes. And um, not only that, but 
just as a pastor and his wife, they need the encouragement also of the body of Christ. Somebody that just walks up to say, Pastor, thank you for the, the good message that you brought this morning that encourages the pastor and his wife as well. So if there's no more encouragement because people are so self-centered at that minute yes. because we are all just looking inward and not thinking of anybody else going through the same difficulties or might even go through worse than what what uh, we are going through. So then it's no surprise that many churches have closed their doors in yes. this time. It's, yes, it's really, really tough. It, I mean, it, some ministries depend <clears throat> on the numbers. And, yes. and it's not about the numbers, but the numbers should still be there. Should still should be, be there, there to sustain the church That's right. when it comes right. and Or when it's, you know, whatever the route is going. But at the end of the day, we need to still stand with our leaders. Yes. Um, you know, and even pray for our government leaders yes and we know we have to stand together how do we unify ourselves in this time yeah that's that's the that's a good question and um the thing is what i find is there is no unity that's right you see so if there is no unity because if we pray in unity if we pray together even it'll just take two or three that will agree upon anything it shall be done unto you. It shall be done. The promise is in the scriptures. So, but to get two or three to agree, the one says, yes, I totally agree, but I just want to quickly say this. Yes. So that's cancels not an agreement. It, it cancels it all out again. <laughs> Anyhow, so one time I went and I ministered in Namibia and I ministered in the wilderness, you know, in the desert yes. of Namibia. We had a big prophetic conference there. And, uh, the last day I said, so, this is the word of the Lord. You've had this drought in, in this country for so long, but now I am going to declare over this nation and over this area the rain, and rain always speaks of the blessings and the refreshment yes. of God. Wow. I'm going to decree and declare that when my feet lift up from this ground, when I get in the plane and I take off, the rain will fall on this nation. Well, I I barely reached the airport and it started raining and I tell you, it rained for two months. My Roads goodness. were washed away in the wilderness. Um, people's communications were down <laughs> because it rained and rained and rained and the desert started blooming again. Oh, and God wants to encourage his children today, your desert will bloom again. If you today will just believe that if I agree with you over this um, microphone today and you will agree with me, then I speak into your situation to say, I decree and declare today yes, Lord, that you. God will again send the rain to bring blessing and favor over your house, that God will release refreshing, a refreshing spirit in your midst. I pray that all poverty in the name of Jesus will go now. It will bow before God. It will bow before you. And that God will come to you in the season when you least expect him to come. So every day you have to wait because who knows that that season of blessing will start with you even as you listen to this message going forth. And let it enter into your heart. Lift up your hands wherever you are and say, God, today I take hope again. 
I take hope back. I am not going to be defeated by my circumstances. I'm going to dictate to my circumstances and I'm going to tell my circumstances what I want it to be like in Yeshua, Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. <coughs> oh, that is powerful. And so uh, one time in the city of Jerusalem while I was living there, I would ask the Lord questions. Like, Lord, when is the time of the end? And uh, time went by, and you know that Israel is also just a wilderness. So, I mean, you look at it now, and you think, wow, where, where? I don't see any sand, nothing. But it's just also a wilderness, and God changed it to become the beauty that it is today. And um, so, anyway, he promised that he will make Jerusalem the glory and the praise in the earth. So he changed it slowly, slowly. He brought it from the place where it was just, you know, a dump really to speak. Mm. And today, if you look at it, you think, wow, is this what you did in the past 70 years? Just look at this prosperous place. Anyhow, so one night we went to bed and uh, at four o'clock in the morning, I literally jumped out of my bed. I trembled because it sounded like the war had begun in the city of Jerusalem. Sure. The roof shook, the wall shook, and the, my bed shook. And uh, I, I'm telling you, it was it was horrific. I ran to the window because I thought this this must be fighter jets over my home. Something happened. I looked outside and it was like a yellow color. You know that uh, they make these old-time movies called sepia, yes. that color. And uh, it was like that outside. And I saw all this white and it was actually hail. Hail that was knee-deep. It wasn't snow, it was hail. And uh, the Lord said to me, and now the time of the end has begun. And so... Um, my neighbor called me that following morning. She said, listen, I ducked under my bed because I thought this is the time of the end. Sure. And I know that we are now in that season and God is preparing us as his bride yes. to be ready for his coming. Mm. And um, I don't want to tell people, hey, it's going to be tomorrow morning at eight o'clock because nobody knows. But we know the seasons that we are yes, in. Yes, we are in that season. We, we are in that season. War is inevitable in the world, when we look at situations with all the different nations, I don't want to even mention their names, but mm. I guess people read the news and what all. So things are looking grim in the world, also financially, but we are being prepared by God. Yes, and you know, I just you know, I want us to come back to this to this specific point um, after our break because it's so important. How do we embrace? this time how do we embrace this season yes so maybe we can just talk about that straight after this because i don't want us to lose momentum on that because it is very important how do we live in this yes. in this season yes. thank you hepzibah that oh that was a, a powerful i just couldn't i couldn't stop listening to that word so we're going to listen to waiting on you how's that Wonderful. Uh, yes, by Kezia Peterson. Oh, I love her. I think she's just amazing. They keep putting her on my program. So I'll just say thank you, Lord. Waiting on you. Good afternoon. And oh, we are speaking on such a, we are discussing such an important topic at the moment. It's all about how do we navigate ourselves 
in this season that we are in. Um, and things for 2022, we know we want the greatness of God, but how do we navigate ourselves even when it's not going to be, it's going to be difficult, nothing's going to change, but how do we change in it? And we've got Hepzibah Briar that's just giving us little golden nuggets of how to work ourselves and how to stand firm in these times and stand firm in the word and stand firm and believing and trusting the Lord for his for for whatever he's got for us in this wilderness period that we're going through so Hepzibah thank you so much and I didn't want to uh, start a new mm. thing but I wanted you to just let's get back to that uh, how do we embrace the season right can can I just read the scripture of course you don't can. mind Please because do. I think for me, this is <clears throat> where God wants us at yes. this time. So this comes from Psalm 61. And this is the situation where we are in at the minute. Hear my cry, O God, and listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Because this is where we are. Our yes. hearts are growing faint. I never. I always thought I was the wrong person. I, I mean, I traveled in under most difficult situations over the world. I had to trust God and had no finances. If he said, get on the plane and go to America, I went. I said, here am I, sent me. And God always provided. And then comes a time that you see, oh, my finances are dwindling. It's, mm. it's just like water. It's going away. And what am I going to do? And then you call upon the Lord and then he doesn't answer. Because he's now pushing you so that your faith can grow stronger. Because this is the one thing that he said, if I return, will I find faith on the earth? Sure. Well, faith you're not going to get unless you are tested. You see, we are tested in the most difficult situation. The more your situation is di more difficult than somebody else's, it is because God has something good in store for you. And he's going to push you to the limit. He's never late, but he's always at the very, very last second. He's on time. He if shows I can put up. It that way. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so from the ends of the earth, I call to you, God. I call as my heart grows faint, and this is where many of us are at the moment. Lead me to the rock that is higher than mm -hmm. I. For you have always been my refuge and a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and to take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Right. Psalm 62. Where's the solution? My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress and I will never be shaken. I will never be shaken. Hold on to that word. Hold on to that word. I will never be shaken, even if I feel that the earth is shaking, my bed is shaking, the storm is above me, <laughs> the storm is all around yes, me. You yes, hold on, you, even if he says this is the end, now starts the end. And let us know, and let us continue to know that this is the time of the end. There are difficult situations. And do you believe they're going to change? No, they're not going to change. The world is going in for dark days. The, the scripture teach us that in the yes. end times it will be even more difficult. But in the houses of the Hebrew children, 
there was light. Yes. If you look back to when the plagues came, that's the exact situation that we are mm. in at the minute, horrific situations, mm. but in the houses of the Hebrew children, even though the darkness was so thick that they could touch it, there was light in their house. So if we allow the light of the world to come in and shine even brighter in me, the blessing and the favor of the Father will be upon me. I will be a glory carrier. Even through my difficulty, I will be pushed into the glory realm by my difficulties, right? By my difficulties into that glory realm. Amen. Wow, that is powerful. So, so what else I wanted to say was, um, you know, as I was seeking the Lord, I just want to uh, um, guess maybe that's where I want to stop today. Mm. Um, you know that one time um, I, I, I always look for the bride. Where is the bride of the Messiah? Lord, show me your bride. And one day he spoke to me and he said, I want you to go to the island Patmos. And I went to the island of Patmos and he said, wait upon me. So I waited 17 days. And um, in the night, round about maybe 12, 1 o'clock, um, I was lifted supernaturally into um, a spiritual realm and put down in a wilderness. I was put down in the wilderness. I was looking for the bride of Christ. Mm. Where, is, where is this bride? And I, I stood in this blood-red wilderness. It's sand, and it was that red, fine red sand. And I stared into this wilderness to see what is it that I'm supposed to be seeing. I couldn't see a bush. I couldn't see a stone. I could see nothing, only sand. And then suddenly in front of me there was a rock. Mm. And it reminded me of the time that God spoke to the rock. God said to Moses, speak to the rock, and the rock poured forth mm. for them water in the wilderness. And then even in the New Testament, it says that the rock followed them. I think it's in the book of Colossians. It says, and the rock followed them. And so that was an amazing thing. <clears throat> they that didn't, is supernatural. Supernatural. They didn't recognize the rock. And the Lord spoke to me and he said to me, right in front of me was this rock. And it slowly opened up and inside I saw these stones and they were all transparent. They were all different sizes, and but they were all transparent and like a fire came through them. And there was nothing inside one of the stones that would cast even at the slightest shadow. Mm. So God is busy preparing you and me and those that are listening sure. today, <clears throat> preparing us because... In Peter, he says, you are the living stones, the living, living stones, stones. Wow. with which the temple of God is being built. But there cannot be any shadow of anything that is wrong that will stop the glory of God to flow from the one stone into the next stone into the next stone. And that was so amazing. And he said to me, if you didn't recognize the rock, you would even have kicked this rock today. And I felt horrific but i knew he said to me my bride is inside of me and i'm busy preparing her she is hidden in the wilderness she's hidden in the wilderness so i want to encourage the people that might be listening if you're going through a difficulty today and saying i believe that i'm the bride of christ then you must be sure 
that he will take you to the wilderness, he will lure you into the wilderness, and there he will speak tenderly to you, and he will heal your wounds. He will heal the wounds of your children. He will heal your home, your finances, everything. And then there's this wonderful scripture here in Exodus 23, and this is the qualification, if I can, if I can just do this. This is said in uh, Exodus 24, actually. He says here in verse 25, Worship the Lord your God, and if you can listen and take hold of the horns of the altar today, take hold of the scripture, worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on your food and your water. I will bless your daily bread and water. I will not withhold anything. I will take away sickness from you. Isn't that a blessing? I'll take it away from you and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you a full lifespan, meaning that God will not let your business be barren. God will give you, grant you the requests of your heart. But what does he say? He says, worship the Lord your God. So spend time in worship. Give him the glory that is due his name. And then he will give you the blessing on your bread and your water, your everyday life, your business, and nothing will be barren in your land. Isn't that precious? In the name of Yeshua, and that he can really carry us through um, this year with that encouragement. So I just want to bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for it's coming and joining pleasure. us. And um, may God just be safe and take care of yourself and we're so looking forward to having you back in the studio um, really a word of encouragement so family and friends we are going to have Gilmer joining us just now for Gilmer Standard for the news and then we are going to at the same time we are going to um, have uh, Chris Broku from from Canada uh, next week on my program and he's going to talk about the fatherless society that we are living in right now and he's busy right now as we speak doing prison ministry um, he's come to South Africa and we are really looking forward to having him on our program next week so I just want to say goodbye take care stick to the rules and we will see you next week God bless you thank you for joining me goodbye this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.